My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. Welcome everyone to an impromptu post race sprint, not race, sprint, chinwag from the 2023 Qatar Grand Prix sprint race. There's two big reasons. One of them's in the thumbnail you're seeing right now on screen if you're watching on YouTube, of course. Let's roll intro. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for joining me. Um, not normal billing. Okay, three. We're going to get three live streams this weekend. What's going on? It's crazy. Look, I wasn't feeling up to it earlier and then I had dinner and now I'm feeling a little bit energy. We had nice Indian, right? Love it. Um, and now we're talking. Hello, Amy, Stefan, Rex, Andy, Max, Iconics, David, yes, sir, Luisma, Vincent, Jim, Evan, Game of Ender, Priest, Bob Brown, Mr. Aldo, Alvaro, Chef, Rufus, Charmander, uh, Dominic, Seamus, uh, Adewitya, Lolo, Sense, Young, Jerome, Max, Minifoss, Lalo, Heather, Leon, Jerome, Geordie, Vatsai, Liam, Lachlan, Nathan, Ryan, Timmer, John. Thank you to everyone who's watching. Thank you to everyone who's listening after the fact and watching after the facts on YouTube. We've got to talk about it, haven't we? We've got to talk about it. Again, audio-only platforms, this will be going up. I will upload this to, to Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you want to listen. All right, we're just going to talk about the sprint today because it was one hell of a sprint race, was it not? Let's straight away get... Racing out of 10 for the sprint, please. Let me know some numbers in the live chat for everyone, all 255 of you wonderful people who are here live on uh, it's 10.01 p.m. in the UK. So maybe I'm touching a time zone that I don't typically get, you know, as well, which is nice. So I like doing these. So what we're saying, 9578887988987889. Okay, right, we've got a good range. A couple of 10s. I'm sure you're definitely not Piastri fans. Um, big up my Australians. This should be a good time time for you Australians, actually. Um, I'm not usually catering for my Aussie brethren, but um, there we go. Right, uh, sprint rating... Can't type out of 10. So, I mean, we're going to go either a 10, a 9, an 8, or a 7, or lower. Sprint race rating out of 10. New winner. First time in Formula 1. Got there before Lando as well. Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri. Your mum had to move her Pilates class if you don't follow Nicole Piastri on Twitter. What are you doing? Um, and witnessed take the dub. I was concerned. I'm, I know he was concerned. I know Lando was concerned. At the start when the soft tyre runners seemed to... Hmm, but um, but in the end, it worked. If we had more than five steps... And you know, that's a good point, Evan, right? That's a good point. Because, yes, the safety cars did take away a lot of the laps from what is meant to be an exceptionally short race anyway. Um, a couple of safety cars with... Well, no, sorry. Three safety cars. I forget. I completely forget. Lawson, Sargent, and then the trifecta that um, that came, that d delivered. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> Listen. Listen, all right. Safety car deserves respect, all right? Put respect on safety car's name. Led more laps than any... Who led more laps this race? Safety car or Oscar Piastri? Because, of course, George did challenge. I don't actually know. I don't actually know the trifecta of mediocrity. <laughs> we'll get onto that veil. Yeah, SC easy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, driver of the day. Driver of the day. There's only one man who should be driver of the day, really. It's a bit of a shame his name didn't come up in the... Uh, well, actually, did they do driver of the day for the sprint? Did they do that? I don't remember seeing it on screen. But um, I'm actually not sure. I'm actually not sure. No, okay, they don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't see why they... I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> Big up Burnt Mylander, all right? 
That's my goat. Okay, what are we saying? In the poll, 13% of you have given this a 7 or lower, 39% an 8, 35% a 9, and 13% of you, which is not an insignificant number, have given this a 10 out of 10 for a sprint. I mean, look, the sprints typically... Uh, the sprints are okay. I mean, they divide opinion. I think it, it can. It massively depends. As much as honestly, like I think the variety of, of quality we get from sprints is no different to the variety of quality we get from normal kind of Sunday races. To be honest, like, for me. But anyway, that's what you've said. I've given it an eight. So um, eight out of ten. It's a shame we didn't get as many laps as I would have liked. Um, but what I will say is that the safety cars did help give the soft runners at least a chance of hanging on. Because if there were no safety cars, everyone who put the softs on would have almost certainly have had to probably pit or just wait for the tyre to explode and just crawl around. Like, yeah, it was... Uh, without, without those safety cars, the soft runners would have been up certain creek without a paddle let's just say um what would have made it a 10 out of 10 i mean uh, what would have made this a 10 out of 10 would have been um more laps like more more laps of running um and then a scrap a wheel to wheel scrap for the whim a wheel would wheel to i mean piastri did fantastic don't get me wrong i'm just talking from an entertainment point of view okay it's very very impressive what oscar piastri just did this evening but um, just from an entertainment point of view, I think a will to scrap for for that. But again, with a sprint, I mean, what I will say, actually, I think we've seen enough from these sprints to suggest that it, it doesn't matter if it's just a sprint. The drivers are going to push. I mean, some of the scraps we saw through the field, how close drivers were getting, where we're talking, I don't know, like Norris Alonso, uh, Leclerc was getting very ballsy at times. And obviously when Lando was coming through, that was incredibly tight. Like, we're not seeing drivers approach these sprint weekends in terms of the actual racing any differently to the races. Not in my opinion, anyway. Not at all. Not at all. But there you go. 8 out of 10. Race rating, that's mine. And 38% of you agree. 35% of you gave it a 9. Um, and Ocon. We'll get on to Ocon. Hang on. Let's pause the Ocon slander for a bit, yeah? All right? You know I love Ocon, right? But but also, come on, let's pause the slander briefly. Um, thank you very much, Leslie, for the five nine nine. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Tom. What's your opinion on Max's World Drivers Championship helmet? I tweeted it to you, Leslie. I've seen it. If you've not seen it already, um, actually, you know what? You've Leslie tweeted it to me. So uh, to be fair, I did retweet it. So oh my god, what the hell was Alex just? What the. <laughs> Hang on a second, <laughs> Alex. Alex is just <laughs> Alex has just posted the most disgusting thing on Twitter I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I mean that's 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 a bit extra. Ugh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Look, Alex, you're my favourite driver, bruv, But like, hang on a second. Let me uh, let me get a screen share up and show you what this. Absolute that Alex Alex, you're my guy, but 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 you can't be posting this on, on Twitter. What the <laughs> What the hell is this? What am I looking at, man? That's disgusting. <laughs> Currently eating dinner and it looks like a seven. Keep keep that off Twitter, bruv. Keep that off Twitter. <laughs> Medium rare, mate. That does not look medium rare. That looks, that looks, mm, that looks way closer to, uh, to, to, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> roasted. Ugh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna take that off the screen because that's um, quite revolting. I'll be honest, uh, Alex. Not your best piece of content. Uh, sorry, back back to Leslie's uh, super chat with Max's uh, helmet. I did actually give it a little. Um, I gave it a little <laughs> right back to screen share. Something a bit bit nicer, right? A little clip of uh, Max posing with his with his helmet, um, giving me kind of rich energy vibes. Okay, I think I think that's uh, 
That's that's fair to say. But I'm guessing he's going to be uh, repping this tomorrow. That's kind of quite a nice way to embrace the winning the championship on a Saturday because then on Sunday he can run this. So that's kind of cool, actually. That's kind of a quite a nice way to do it. These, um, you know what these caps look like, actually, right? So actually today, shout out George if you're watching. Um, I was up a uh, old Bista. If you, if you know where Bista is, it's like, it's like a fancy, um, fancy shopping discount place. And when I saw this merch, again, apologies to audio only listeners. Uh, you know, sometimes these are quite visual. Um, when I saw, when I saw this, it made me think of this. Um, it made me think of this, 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 this is the same. This, Barber International, right? Other brands are available. Uh, and this on the caps. It's the same. It's exactly the same. Biases. No, I know how to pronounce that one, Sandra. I've worked that out. Um, but there you go. That, 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 that's, that, that's what that made me think of anyway. Bit of a bit of Barber. But yeah, um, Alex. Um, Alex? I wish. I wish. That was a that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? Um, Max wins the championship, gets the new merch, gets the new lid for tomorrow. It's nice. I quite like it. It's all right. It's all right. Look, I'm so, Sabu. I'm just calling it as I see it, man. That that the the black and gold has has been tainted by the beard. It's been tainted. I I don't make the rules. I don't make I don't make the rules. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Leslie, for the uh, 599. Appreciate it. And thank you, Caligar, as well, for the 50 DKK. I'm biking home and having some drinks and watching the sprint and want to hear your opinion about what's your biggest surprise of the sprint. Biggest surprise of the sprint is that Logan Sargent. Cr no. Is that Sergio Perez. Cr no. Is that Esteban Ocon had a. Cr no. Is that Max didn't win the race? <laughs> no, I mean obviously McLaren's pace was uh, was 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 good, and I, I think obviously Max getting Max getting a poor start did uh, did did certainly um, inhibit his ability to to win this race. Max didn't win that. I mean that's the biggest surprise. It has to be it has to be the biggest surprise. At one stage, Albon was seventeenth, and he got to seventh. Just saying. Driver of the day territory, come on. I mean, look, come on, obviously I've not given it to him. Um, <laughs> I'm not surprised by Alex with two points. Come on, that's just... That's just... Look, I'm... Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I think another surprise was Stroll getting a penalty. No. No, that wasn't a surprise, was it, at all? Stroll finishing last of the actual cars to finish was, was definitely... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shall we? Race result. Oscar Piastri wins ahead of Max Verstappen and Lando Norris. Lando's going to be kicking himself, man. Opportunity. Still got to P3 in the end. Willow Creative, track limits. That's not a surprise, is it? Come on now. Um, Russell Hamilton, P4, 5. Good, all right recovery in the end, especially for Lewis um, being on the optimal tyre was Lewis and the suboptimal tyre for gorgeous George. You wanted to pit on the softs. Bruv, if you pitted on the softs, you'd come out behind Stroll. Nah, Stroll still got the penalty, so. Um, yeah, good thing the team didn't, didn't just, just said to George, we're staying out, bruv. Right, go off. Now calm down. Yeah, Stroll's had five seconds for track limits, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Carlos Science P6. Alex Albon P7. Come on. Four thousandths of a second he was pipped at the line by Charles. I've not seen any um I've not seen any images of, of that, but four thousandths of a second is that's how much Yuki missed out on Q3 by on Friday. Four thousandths of a second. Knowledge. And then the final point of the sprint goes to Fernando Alonso. Somehow dragging that. Awful Martin. 
It's not awful. It's just relative, isn't it? Uh, Gasly, Bottas, 9-10. Sonoda, Leclerc, 11-12. Magnussen, Joe, 13-14. Stroll, 15. And then Ockenberg, Ocon, Perez, all out, all together. Uh, Sergeant out, Lawson out. Mm. Oofed. Seamus, thank you for the two quid. Do you think this looks at all bad on Lando? No. No, I don't. Uh, look, Lando's, you know, he made a mistake in qualifying um, on Friday. Ramwad cocked it up. Made a bit of an error earlier today in the sprint shootout as well. Um, and then bad start. It's been a bit sloppy from Lando. He's not capitalised on this opportunity. But his pace was good. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. Hello, Waf. Waf in chat. Shout out, Waf. Yeah, it's, Lando set such a high standard this year. He's always you always going to have odd weekends, you know, when you're not delivering. I mean, Max had his lap deleted, remember? Like that kind of potentially opened the door. He put a bit more pressure on Max's last lap. Um, you know, they make mistakes. And it, a lot of people getting um, pulled up in, in Qatar. Um but we'll get onto the track limits for all. So let's have a look at the championship standards, which are incorrect on the official F1 website because they have not accounted for Charles Leclerc's five-second penalty. They've still got Alex eighth. What are you doing, F1, bro? This is your this is your game. Yet my graphics, my graphics are ahead. And I think look, Oscar getting the win. The thing is, it's a sprint win. I think if Oscar had got a main race win before Lando, I think that would hurt a bit more. It's a sprint win, so it's not going to have that same... Like Oscar said it himself, like Oscar getting pole position after... In the sprint shootout, Oscar was just like, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's not really a proper race pole, but I'm, that that guy, that guy can has never been mad ever in his life. He's never been angry, ever. <laughs> <laughs> one day he's just building it all up he's just storing it in one day Oscar Piastri is just going to go Hulk full Hulk in the paddock um, but anyway <laughs> I digress I digress right um, race result results in these driver standings after the Qatar sprint Max Verstappen wins the championship wins the championship. He wasn't angry, Hawkeye. He was being sassy. And that's what you do. When you're not an angry person, you make up for it with sass. And that's he's got that in abundance. Um, 407 points, Max Verstappen wins the 2023 championship, F1 World Championship. We all knew it was coming. It's a matter of time. The inevitability of Max Verstappen in 2023. Big. Uh, Checo Znilpois. Still on 223. Hamilton closes the gap by four points. So he is now only 29 points behind Checo Perez. Not insurmountable. If the rate of howlers that are coming out of Checo's side of the garage, the rate of howlers, Lewis has got it done. It's done. I've seen um you know, you obviously hear the nonsense, like a lot of nonsense, like rumour mill, right? But I've seen a rumour knocking about that if, which wouldn't surprise me if there is something like this written in Checo's contracts. Because obviously a con contracts, sports people's contracts can be very complicated and, you know, intricate things. Would it surprise me if there is some kind of if you don't finish second, right? Or if you don't finish at least one position behind Max. I don't know. Something along those lines. Because Checo signed the contract after Monaco last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, that's when he kind of leaked it, didn't he? So some kind of clause. It, would it surprise me if there was a clause in some kind if you finished like... Or maybe it'd be like a point percentage behind Verstappen. I don't know. Was it before? Yeah, sorry, before Monaco. You're right. You're right. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. So, I mean, I don't know. It would be... It'd be very interesting to see if Lewis did finish above Perez, whether anything might happen. 
because you know, I mean, just things are things are just terrible at the minute. Um, in terms of points movers, Norris moves one ahead of Russell Piastri. He only gets eight points from the win at the end of the day, so he's mm, comfortably clear a stroll now. But he's kind of on his own. Is Oscar Albon gets two points, not one. F one, right? Two, two points. So he's twenty three now. Alex continues to carry. Um, and yeah. Thank you, Gladiator, for the two Aussie dollars. A win's a win. Don't devalue because Oscar got it first. Well, no, he did. Watch Oscar's press conference after he got pole in the sprint shootout. He's like, yeah, it was just a sprint pole. So, you know, and he devalued it. He's the one. He's doing it himself. He's like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just, this is the sprint. Oh, yeah, I got the win yeah, in the sprint. Yeah, okay, this is brilliant. Right. Cool. <laughs> Bless him. That's the mindset, though. That's that's the mentality, man. Oscar's a mentality monster. I swear, he really is. Um, other than that, no interesting changes there, though, driver standings-wise. Constructor standings, um, yeah, it's all pretty much the same. Not much of interest. Um, cool, right, so. Bangers and clangers. I have not asked you because I didn't ask. I, I didn't put the poll out because I just was like, I'm just going to do this stream. I only gave myself like half an hour notice to get all the graphics done. So now we're talking. So I've not asked for your opinions, but these are mine, right? Bangers and clangers for the... No, I didn't forget. I was just like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a stream. You know, I'm going to do a stream. I want to talk about this sprint in isolation because it was a really good sprint. It was a... It was a... 8 out of 10 sprint, to be precise. But, bangers and clangers, no big shocks here. It's Piastri Sergeant McLaren AlphaTauri. No, maybe AlphaTauri is a clanger, might be a bit out there, but um, considering the expectations going into this weekend for AlphaTauri, how their pace was looking, for Yuki to be 11th, for Lawson to be, you know, to go off all by himself as well. Bit of a clanger. But yeah, banger drive Oscar Piastri, shock. Clang and drive Logan Sargent, I've given. He qualified last and spun on his own. At least Lawson got to Q2. Um, Banger team McLaren, obviously. And then Clang and team AlphaTauri. I've already explained why. There's not, there's not much more to say there. Um, a few of you say knock on Clanger. Like, he has... Right. <clears throat> Let me find, I want to find a print screen, right? We're going to talk about this, okay? Because everyone who's turned a wheel, right, in this sport, Nico Rosberg, right? Nico Rosberg's an interesting character, okay? I can't say someone I want to go for a drink with, but I like him as a, um, I like him as a, what's the word, commentator, whatever, analyst. Analyst, I guess. Um, and, and even it's, it, like it, it's three into one. Like you get these. You got the Singapore when he had Raikkonen, Vettel, and Verstappen. Like you, three into one. Like it just the person on, on the people on the far side can't see the other person on the far side. So it's just it's just unlucky. Pundit, yeah, correspondent, whatever. Brittany. Oh, do you remember when he got annoyed that that kid called him Brittany? I'm like, bruv, stop taking yourself so seriously. Like she's a kid. She called you Brittany because it's funny. Like. After he reacted like that, I, my, my opinion of, of Nico Rosberg has dropped, I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, bruv, that's a... That's having a bit of fun, mate. Chill out. Um, anyway. Um, let me try and find a freeze. Actually, I can probably take it from the highlights. So, yeah, give me a sec. So, obviously, we had the we had the incident. We had the inc incident between... Um, Ocon, Hulkenberg, and Perez. You're about to get some desktop audio, which I do not want. So you're going to go on mute. Is that on mute? There we go. Um, right, let's get this. Let's get this print screen up of the little incident. And I want to try and get a good angle. So let's check out on board. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a good angle in this replay of the. Uh, Come on, give me, give me a good angle, F1. Come on. Okay. That'll do. 
I've got a good enough angle. Okay. Actually, what I'm just going to do, it might just be easier for me. I can just screen share this. All right, there we go. That'll do. So let's get this. Let's get this nicely cropped so we can all look. Okay. We can all look. And F1, FOM, stay away. Don't, don't kill me. All right. It's just an image. All right. Chill out. Let me just get some pink background on brand. Right. So we have. So it's actually Holkenberg. This is a, a Lewis has got the perfect view of this, isn't he? <laughs> Through goes out. In the replay, when Lewis just drives through, they should have done the fruit goes out. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, um, can I like... That was... F this is all I need to illustrate the, um, the point. So, obviously, yeah. Hulkenberg's um, attacking Ocon. And then Perez is you know, attacking Hulkenberg from kind of behind. But also he's like kind of being opportunistic here. So Checo had kind of done a bit of a cutback. Obviously Ocon's gone wide trying to defend on his old soft tyres. Hulkenberg's got the fresh mediums. And it's basically this. And then just Ocon obviously bleeds over to his right, um, trying to kind of open the corner up for him. Doesn't know Checo's there because you just don't have that kind of visibility in an F1 car. Um, he knows Hulkenberg's there, but he's obviously just moving over because he knows Hulkenberg's going to move over as well. Um, but he doesn't know that Perez is there. So this is, if this was Leclerc and Ocon, you would blame him 100%. Jojo, just stop. The, like, it's it, whenever there's one of these three wide, you can't blame the driver on the outside. You can't blame the driver on the inside, you know? But, and this is, Naomi Schiff dropped this point post race whatever which is a good point right now Perez is the one who's right at the back yeah so he's the furthest back here he's the one who cut back to try and you know carry the momentum right it's a risky move because Checo Checo can see Hulk there I mean by this point he's starting to lose you know but Ocon's got to be somewhere it is very risky for Checo to go for this move because he knows that he should know there's a good chance that if he puts his car there, well, he knows Hulkenberg's next to him and he must think, well, who's who's going to, where's Ocon? He's probably next to Hulkenberg. So, here we go, a few. So, so this is it, carry on still, right? So, so Ocon's, yeah, Ocon's only just on the track actually, but he does look like he's got, he's got wheels on the track. And then they're still going. FOM, leave me alone. These are just stills, okay? For the purpose of analysis. Okay, this is transformative content. I'm not XQC, all right? Right, so let's see. Look, let's see, now they're all side by side. So Perez, Perez can't see Ocon. Ocon can't see Perez. Hulkenberg could obviously see both of them. <laughs> and he's like, oh God. What's happening here then, lads? And then obviously Ocon, yeah, it's, it's still quite, far to the Hulkenberg doesn't want to move over but obviously Ocon wants to open the corner up and then eventually I don't know again look, they're almost exactly in line Ocon's a little bit ahead here and then Hulkenberg's like oh god oh god <laughs> get me out of here now and then bonk so it's actually yeah it's 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 contact with Ocon that is the initial because again obviously Ocon's the one who's trying to open the corner up and again look where Perez is relative to Ocon and then and then that's the damage and then Ocon yeah and then and then the rest is history so yeah I mean don't tell me you're no I'm not I'm not blaming anyone I'm saying this I there's not much you can do here what I am saying is that Checo when Checo put his car here, right? Knowing, knowing, let me go back here. Right, Checo went knowing that Ocon's on the outside of Hulkenberg. He's the one who was behind. He's got full visibility before he then goes for the move. So it's a risky one. It's a risky one. But there's this is this is a racing incident as uh, as much as it this is as much of a racing incident as there 
possibly can be. Possibly. He does not swipe Hulk. So I can't. I. It's fascinating. Some of your, some of your perspective. Look, everyone's in touch, but some of your perspectives are fascinating. Absolutely, fascinating. and I love it. I'm not. Wherever I blame Checo, I've said it was risky for him to go for it. It's not his fault, but it was still risky for him to go for it. Ocon hate is going to hate exactly. You can't like. Don't trust me because I've never sat in F1 car. Trust Nico Rosberg, right? He he knows how little visibility. And he was racing in the... Remember, Nico never even raced with a halo. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, for the F1. This is a payoff to incentivize you to make Squarespace Tom F1 team livery team slash fit. <laughs> oh, Eric. One day. One day. But... Something's cooking for that, Eric. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. But I'm not just going to... It's going to be a special video. It's going to be much more involved than the typical. But there you go. Racing incident. Through goes Hamilton. Lovely jubbly. All right. Easy. All in agreement there. Um, but yeah, Sergeant Binder on his own. Not good. Not good. Oh, Logan. Logan. Let's go, let's, go, let's go through team by team now, shall we? Let's go through team by team. Starting with Red Bull. Starting with the plaudits. I mean, it was a done deal before anyway. Max Verstappen wins his third world title in a row. And at a canter as well. By far and away, his most convincing of the victories of the three so far. But yeah, man. That puts him up there with many other... What, Jackie Stewart? Um, PK's got three... Nobody else has got free, but yeah, and thoroughly deserved. Like unreal, Max, Fangio, Senna, big names, big names, and obviously Senna probably, probably would have got more. It's taken far too soon. Brabham, yeah, man, names, not Vettel, names. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, Horner was talking afterwards. I mean, Horner. I, I think he. I think Horner um, rates Verstappen above Vettel for sure. The way he talks about maybe it's just because Max is in the car at the minute. But the way he talks about how Max has won these titles has been, you know, this is something he's never experienced before. I'm like, bro, see how many points Vettel won by in 2011, 2013, but. There you go. Fangio's five time. Yeah, I thought it was five time. People were saying Fangio. I don't know why I trust you lot with <laughs> You're un untrustable. Um, I mean, Vettel was the golden child at the time, but yeah, it's all relative. There's a day, man. Like it's 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 super impressive. It's 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 interesting how like towards the end of this year now that other teams are starting to catch, but then you've got to. Imagine that's because Red Bull have already long offset resource um, to to focus on next year's car. So, yes, yes, it's gonna be an uphill battle to catch Red Bull with a Max Verstappen in the Red Bull, of course. Oh, I did feel it was who was it who um, asked Max in the post race? I can't remember her name. Um. Rachel Rachel Brooks. Um, she was like speaking to Checo after. And she was like, Oh, how how do you like what do you learn from this year so that you can take the fight to Max next year? And I was like, Oh no. We're not gonna have that this again, are we? Start of next year. Oh, let's see. Will Checo be I, look, I drank the Kool-Aid, all right. I was like, Yeah, Checo's right, four races in, almost level one points. He's come on, Checo, you got this. It's just it's just not gonna happen is it it's not gonna happen it's gonna take someone else from another team and that is gonna take a different car from another team so but yeah look i said it in my last video say it again if max keeps winning if he wins in 24 25 26 new generation i don't mind as long as i ever alex maybe wins one race Take that. 
As long as it's not dominant, I want competition. I'm here for competition. I want it to be interesting. I want it to be exciting. Again, I'll talk to... What makes F1 exciting is wheel-to-wheel racing. Being so good that you can just hot lap and be 20 seconds clear most races. It's not exciting. doesn't matter who's at the wheel. doesn't matter who is at the wheel. Tom, I need to sleep. Well, you can sleep. You can catch You can catch up on this. It's, it's going on YouTube as a one, so you can catch up on this later. Get some kip, FZ. Get some kip and then come back. Um, but yeah, Max has done it. Credit, man. We are witnessing greatness and there is no, there is no shred. You can be the biggest Max Verstappen hater. It's funny how often when I meet people that, there's a lot of people who don't like Max Verstappen in the UK. Shock. People are like, oh, it's just boring and Max is winning all the time. I'm like, well, was it boring when, I don't know. But it's different. It's different with different sports. You know? Domination isn't always boring in sport, but it kind of is. Kind of is in F1. Yeah, but it is. It is it, yeah, put it very well, Seamus. It is, he's scary good. He's scary good. And he's still only 26. Still only 26. Um, yeah, it's very boring. Shumi time, boring in the. You know, when Vettel was dominating as well. Vettel. Only dominated two of those four seasons he won. And the two seasons he didn't dominate, 2010 and 2012, were two all-timers in terms of exciting season. Two all-timers for sure. So, not last year. They only dominated it in the second half of the season. But yeah, credit to Red Bull, credit to Max. What more can I say? Levels. Um, Williams, yeah, obviously a chuff for Alex, man. No, he was just out of nowhere. I was like, How's he like 11th? All of a sudden he was like 11th, which obviously, yeah, the, the DNFs in front of him <laughs> were the reason for that. I was just like, hang on, he's 11th. When did that happen? Um, And then, oh yeah, because Max was asked about Le Mans, wasn't he? And he was like, I will race in Le Mans. It's not if, it's it's when, which is cool. Um, Maybe in the Valkyrie. We'll see. And... Yeah, so great drive from Alex. Almost got Leclerc at the end. Did get Leclerc with the post-race points. Penalty for track limits. Because Alex was so good, he scared Leclerc off the road. Shook. He was shook, was Charles. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't hang with a big man. Couldn't hang with Walbon. Right? Um, as for Logan, this guy, Logan, man, I can't. We can't keep doing this. This needs to stop. Like qualifying pace was like, all right, not so good in the sprint shootout. Yesterday's qualifying, it was all right. It was good. He was like close to Alex. Like he he can deliver pace, but then he just makes these mistakes, and it's frustrating. And it. I get it. I get it. Must be frustrating because when you when you really look closer at the numbers, and and I would like. I think I'm going to do a video really looking into like his race pace relative to Alex and his qualifying actual like deltas on average, taking away the kind of extremes when you do the was it mean instead of oh, I don't know. I remember. Um, he he's like he has pace in him to be like almost as close. Like he has pace in him to be as close to Alex as uh, Oscar is to Norris. He has demonstrated that pace on numerous occasions in sessions and in races when he's back in the points and whatever. Like Williams, they're holding on to something. He's not worse than Latifi ever was. I promise you, he's not. But these mistakes are so egregious now. The, these are. He's gone beyond Mick Schumacher levels of mistakes all right, in that first Haas season. And Mazepin, probably joint. Like, you just... It's, it's mad. It's mad. Medium. There you go. Medium. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not good enough, right? You can show potential. You're like, potential is a dangerous word. And he's not delivering it. And it's, yeah... No, I'm, Mick, Mick was way better than this, but Mick's had, Mick had a lot of shunts in that house. A lot of shunts. And Logan's had more. So, 
there you go. Right, Bosch, not much more to say. Alpha Tauri, disappointing, man. Was he expecting good pace from these lot? Was he expecting good pace? And Sonoda, not great qualifying. Moves, but, uh, eh. Very, yeah. He was on the right tyre, was, was Yuki, but couldn't do much. And Lawson just binned it on his own. It's Yuki was on mediums. Um, yeah, Lawson, just a, it's a difficult track, tricky track, tricky conditions, and he made a mistake, which is it's the most egregious mistake we've seen um, Lawson make since he's jumped in that car. Lawson, uh, Ted said Lawson was tapped. It didn't look like he was tapped, but... Yuki blaming the team for track limits. I do, I do briefly remember seeing Yuki go off, but I, I didn't actually know what he was going off about. So, um, yeah, that's, it's going to happen, Lawson. It's a shame, but at least he gets another shot at it tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, overall, just I was expecting a bit more from Alpha Tauri. I was expecting a little bit more from Alpha Tauri. Gotta say. Awful Romeo continued to be pretty awful. Ah, Bottas got to Q3, didn't he? But he didn't really make any inroads in the race. He blamed it on the traffic. Yeah, the racing drivers, they make it, make it, they blame anything, man. That's what they do. They rarely, uh, actually, there's a few who take responsibility, but I would say most don't. Um, Joe just at the back, Bottas just, Oh, did Bottas got an SQ2? It's these sprint weekends, man. The qualifying just messes with me. Like, yeah, it's just... just Alpha Ramid. There you go. They weren't Alpha Romeo. They were Alpha Ramid. There you go. And there's the two slander names. When they're uh, 18th and 19th tomorrow, then we can call them Alpha Romeo again. But Alpha Ramid for now. Um, Hass. Oh, man. We've obviously analysed the crash, right? Which was a racing incident, and I'm not blaming anyone, by the way. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> I'm gutted for Hulk, though. I'm gutted for Haas, because this was a big opportunity for them. Like, Hulk was on the right tyre. Yeah, yeah, Checo behind him, who, you know, almost certainly would have overtaken him. But, you know, potentially at least a couple points on the on the board for, for Nico. And uh, because obviously then there's no safety car if they don't have the crash. He gets past Ocon almost certainly eventually. Um, yes, Hamilton's behind him. Maybe Hamilton gets past him. But again, there's not the tyre offset. And um, yeah, there's maybe a couple of points for Nico Hülkenberg and Haas, which again, from a constructor's point of view, if we want to quickly reflect on the old constructors, they are just two points ahead of Alfa Ramid or Alfa Romeo. Alpha or mid. Um, just two points, which that could have doubled that gap, potentially. But um, I've seen people blame Hulk for the crash. It's, it's mad. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here. <laughs> it's a wild west, the internet, man. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, gutted for him because... You know, we said this before, you know, these sprints are Haas's best opportunity because they've got no race pace. So if they can get to a sprint, bank a good quali, which Hulkenberg did a sick job in quali, bank a good start and then one set of tyres to the end and just try and hold on. And especially a race like this where we had a lot of soft runners, which clearly wasn't the right tyre as well. So even more opportunity to, to finish ahead of cars that should be quicker than the Haas. Fortunately for Haas, there are a couple more sprints to go in there. I can't even remember how many. Um, two or three in it. But this was a chance and it kind of is just it's, un it's just unlucky, isn't it? It's just it's just unlucky. Just very unlucky. You could see Hulk was uh, very disappointed afterwards and understandably because is it two more? Cool. Um Yeah, we'll see. Alpine, um, Again, Ocon in the, it was on the wrong tyre. He was involved in the incident. It happens. Gasly just out the points. <sighs> Not much more to say on Alpine that we haven't already said. Um, Uncanny Valley, in it? They're kind of stuck in it, as they often are. 
Oh, Alpha. Alpine, sorry. Alpid. It doesn't really work, does it? Doesn't really work. Um, Ferrari. Again, they were both on the wrong tyre. It was, it was exciting at the start, though. Yeah, science following um, Russell up the inside. Leclerc was there, hurrying. Like, it, was, it was good energy at the start of this race. In part, thanks to Ferrari, but they were on the wrong tyre. So, yeah. And then Leclerc was was terif so terrified of the prospect of Alex Albon, the great Alex Albon, coming. And he was scared off the track and he got five-second penalty. So, that's the Albon effect people all right it's very real it's very real exceptionally real um aston martin we haven't talked about stroll yet have we uh briefly on alonso uh yeah it's all right there's not much more we could have done that card doesn't have i think i'm gonna sneeze i think i'm gonna sneeze let me run an ad while i think i'm gonna sneeze Oh, I wish it would just come out. That's really annoying. I, I, I wish the the sneeze would just leave. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. I've got one thousand one hundred thirty people watch me, almost but not sneeze. Damn. This is the quality content you signed up for. It's made my eyes water. The the not sneeze has made my eyes water. But um. But there you go. You got an ad. So. I got paid for not sneezing. <laughs> oh, what a funny life I live, eh? Talking on the internet about Formula One. Man. Uh, yeah, Alonso. Yeah. It is what it is. <sighs> Lance Stroll. So, to anyone who didn't... And I didn't watch it. Um, I didn't watch uh, Quali live yesterday. Um, I caught up on it afterwards and obviously saw what happened. So Stroll went out in Q1, which isn't... I saw a Tommy post, um, my old mate Bellingham, Mr. Bellingham. Um, he posted... What did, what did he say? Um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he tweeted like, that was his joint best quali for like a few races or something like P17. I can't find it. There was something along those lines. So it wasn't like, obviously he went out in Q1. So it's not good. best since Zambort. There you go. There you go. Best, best quality since Zambort. And this guy. So first of all, he throws the wheel out of the car, which look, I mean, drivers do that when they're frustrated. Like, yeah, it's, it's petulant. It's expensive. So that's a bit childish, like throw your wheel out of the car. But we've seen we've seen drivers do that, like you lob it out of the car, like you're frustrated, whatever, right? Uh, it's a bit petulant, do you? And then the camera only just cut catches it as well. So probably it's not, if that camera had cut away a second earlier, no one would have seen it. Maybe it would have come out behind the scenes, but like honestly. Stuff like this, I'm sure, happens way more than we, you know, in terms of just drivers getting frustrated and taking it out on the people around them, whether that's shoving them, whether that's shouting at them, whether it's blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, Stroll got out of the car, fuming, and then his trainer's with him, and he walks around the corner. You can see him, like, he looks like he's kind of shoved his his, his trainer. Um and then he does the post-race interview afterwards where he's giving very like, one-word answers and he's just not got time for it. Um, well, look, obviously, again, petulant, like putting your hands on someone when you're like frustrated is not like, you know, is, 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 your, is your trainer, is your boy, is there to help you out and you're like putting your hands on him because you're like annoyed because you're just getting found out. Like, come on. It's it's petulant. It's it's silly. It's it's not right. The thing is, what I will say is that, you know, I'm sure his trainer, you know, these 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 lot are very tight knit, especially with their trainers as well. They spend so much time with their trainers, these drivers. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm, I would like to think, and again, I want to, there's so much online where it's like, you just assume the worst in people and you want to like benefit a doubt gets thrown out the window. I would like to think, right? Say this was a, a random Aston Martin member of staff and he's not, doesn't really know who they are. Right. I would like to think he wouldn't shove them, but because it's his trainer, his mate, he's like, he almost feels comfortable enough to do it. Now I'm not saying that's right at all. Right. Of course. But like, I think there's a degree of difference there that I want to at least not just jump on and just dog pile on the guy because he's frustrated clearly. You know, he doesn't seem in a particularly good headspace. And from a human point of view, like, uh, you know, when whenever we're talking about these drivers, right, this, this is what's difficult with F1 because these are sports people, right? They put themselves out there and we are judging them on their actions behind the wheel right and we're also judging them and this is why you know i always think it's it's harsh the level we expect of these drivers where it's like when they're saying stuff on the radio like they're like 200 beats per minute like full adrenaline like that it's a dangerous sport and i think that like i don't want to just blindly just attack the guy but what he did was bang out of order and he needs to have a, like a good word with himself and like really because like as soon as you start doing stuff like that it's just like man it's just like he's lost control of his emotions there and it's um and it's not right i'm saying like a lot that's what I, that's what i do when i'm when i'm in full waffle stream um yeah but you you can't be putting hands on on team personnel when you're when you're struggling to deal with your own sporting stuff again this is sport all right it's not life or death right, right? it's not it's, it's not it's entertainment okay it's a privilege to be in that position it's an especial privilege to be in his position right the only driver who literally has a blood guarantee to their seat okay it's not going anywhere and um yeah it's uh it's embarrassing it's embarrassing for lance man it, it's really it really is and he needs to you know, he had a bad race today, bad sprint, bad quality as well. Bad sprint quality went out in Q1. Um, people arguing Lawrence is good. The, th the thing is, like, people don't realise that um, Lawrence owns Aston Martin, like Logonda, like the car brand. So he's, and he also owns Aston Martin F1 team. So he owns these two different things. So, that, so then he bought Racing Point, well, he, no, sorry, he bought Force India, rebranded to Racing Point, then bought Aston Martin and was like, well, okay, now I'm going to put the Aston Martin badge on Racing Point. Like, they are too mutually... Like, even if his son's not in a seat, him keeping Aston Martin as a marketing exercise in Formula One is still very, you know, it's still very valuable. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's bad and it's a reflection of a driver who's frustrated and we know doesn't like, he's, he's not he's not earning his stripes at the minute. I think that, I think Alonso and the, the golf and the, the stuff Alonso was doing earlier in the year because Lance, again, if you've seen my video, if they had two Lance Strolls, right, at Aston Martin, the start of the year wasn't too bad. Like, Saudi was all right, Bahrain was all right with the dodgy hand, right? It started okay. And Lance wasn't a million miles off Fernando. And Fernando was getting the podiums and Lance wasn't, but he wasn't a million miles off. And then, like, it's just got... And I think seeing how big that gap is, like, he was pretty close to Vettel last year. I think Stroll's just is in his own head and he's driving at a, a lower level than he was last year. I think Alonso's quicker than Vettel, but I also think Stroll is slower this year than Stroll was last year against Vettel because I think he had more confidence last year. This year, he's just confidence is just completely shot. Absolutely shot. He was close, bro. He was.
If you look at the average qualifying gap between Vettel and Stroll last year, actually, let me find it. 2022 uh, average qualifying gaps, Formula One. Um, let's find let's find the let's f- let's find some data, some data average margin. Wait, that's the what? Oh, there we go. Yeah, average margin. So Vettel, and this is from the race. So don't blame me. If you don't like these numbers. Um, so they're saying qualifying gap. So it was 7-6 to Vettel. I think they've just looked at like relevant sessions. And the average gap was advantage Vettel by 0.129 seconds. That's that's pretty close. I mean, that it just is. That just is pretty close. Um, but anyway, whatever. This ain't about that. This is about stroll. Pull your finger out, fella. It's not good enough. Not good enough. Show at a higher best qualifying position. Yeah, well. I don't think that means too much, to be honest, Hamza. But cool. Right. Aston Martin's done. Not, not much more to say on them. Mercedes. Uh Russell was on the wrong tire. Good thing the team didn't listen to him because he was wrong. He was very wrong. Um who they were right to stay out on the softs. You saw obviously on the on the restart, the soft was the right tire to be on. But then it just, the graining just then took over. Um, yeah, I mean, Russell did all right to hold on. Good good recovery from Lewis. Um, not great from him qualifying-wise, but it happens. It happens. Um, it happened to him. He was, the, he was the one to lose out in the sprint shootout. And... Uh, it was all right for Mercedes. It was okay. I think they're quite confident about their race pace uh, tomorrow. I think they're feeling quite confident about that. Um, finally, one more team. The Papayans. It's McLaren. It's McLaren. Yeah, I, look, I think a few of you... I've, I've seen... So annoying, man. Like, it's such a positive result. It's such a positive result for McLaren. And then straight away you got people. Oh, I bet uh, uh, Norris washed. Uh, like this proves Lando's overrated. Uh. Shut up! Shut up! This is an incredible result for Oscar Piastri and for McLaren. It's been a bit of an off weekend for Lando, but he's still what third. Like, come on! He made it hard for himself, and he still came back through. Bad start. Max had a bad start as well, and he's like. He's like the best driver in the world right now. Come on. Come on. And look, obviously you can see, you know, post-race, post-race, um, Lando, Lando's gutted, obviously, for himself. Like, yes, he's happy for the team. Yes, he's happy for Oscar. But of course, he's like, bruv, this man has has won a race. Sprint race? Not for it. A race. He's still won a race before me. And he's like, oh, he's got like, isn't, isn't he in the top five now of, podiums without a win you know he's had these moments where he's got close and this one this one kind of was in his control he he could well have won this race if he'd got a better start and then outpaced Piastri in the race which would have been exciting because I think if Norris had stayed in P2 and then obviously you got Russell coming through and then Russell would have gone got overtaken by both of them and then pressured Oscar and like fought him for a win that would have been sick. Piastri's not got that dog in. He's got that kangaroo in him, Jake. Right? That's what he's got. He's got that ruin in him. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, Lando put his hands up. It, the thing is, Lando's very, um, he's very hard on himself, isn't he? He's very, um, sh- like, Charles very hard on himself. Um, and I do wonder if that's, I don't know, that all these drivers are different. You've got some drivers who just always blame anything and everything apart from themselves at least externally but Lando's very real he's very honest like he's very you know he, he puts his hands up when he knows he's, he's he's missed an opportunity and this this is a missed opportunity of course it is but um <laughs> you said it not me Max Lando's getting mentally destroyed I mean come on Aaron mentally destroyed I mean that's a bit of a stretch like obviously yeah Oscar's putting more pressure on Lando than Daniel did 
in the previous two years, right? And obviously Daniel, the, this is why like Daniel got that win. Daniel got that win at Monza and like Lando was second, you know? And it's like Lando had been on top of Daniel like most of that year. And then when the opportunity, when their car is good enough to win a race, it's Daniel who's there to take it. And Daniel deserved that win, by the way. He did. Um, and Lando, that, you know, and now Piastri's got this win. Like, obviously that's going to grate on Lando, right? He's human, right? He's got a bit of an ego. Of course he has. He's an F1 driver. Come on. But um, Lando's going to be fine. Like, honestly, like, a lot of a lot of the talk, oh, he's going to, like, oh, Lando's rattled. Like, nah, come on. He'll be fine. It's going to come, right? Even, even Oscar said, like, just getting his first podium takes a bit of the pressure off the expectation. Lando knows that people talk about him not winning a race yet. He knows... Lando no wins, right? Is a thing, right? And you could have fun with it, right? I'm sure he has a bit of fun with it as well. But when in these moments, he's like, bruv, come on. Please, just, just let me get the win. Will I be watching Bathurst? Um, I didn't know what the... is. I didn't know Bathurst. Bathurst was, Bathurst was on, actually. Iconics, not going to lie. Um, Lando win in Mexico, perhaps. A good opportunity in Mexico for him to win, for sure. Um, but yeah... But a great day for McLaren. The Andrea Stella turnaround. This is, in terms of a car relative to the field, the turnaround, this is a, this is a serious turnaround. Like, unlike many a turnaround we've seen. Look at where they were at the start of the year, where they are now. Damn. It pays to copy Red Bull sometimes. And Mercedes should have learned that a lot sooner. Stellar TP of the year. I mean, so far, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Lowell, for the uh, five. It's sad for Oscar that he won a race and it basically doesn't count as a race win. Kind of like when he got his first podium that wasn't a podium at the sprint race. Um, at Silverstone. This is what feels weird to me about the sprint. Cheers. I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Like, I, I think maybe in time, I would like to see... I would I would I all right how would you lot feel if there was a separate championship that was just for sprint points so nothing actually changes the the, the sprint sprint points still go towards the main drivers championship but there is also a separate championship right that is just for sprint points would, what I'm saying, would that give it any more meaning, you know? Or would that just not make a difference? Because I guess you could kind of do that now. That would be kind of dumb, seems kind of pointless, interesting. No, nah, you, you're not on board, you're not on board. I feel like to try and get these sprint races to mean a bit, because maybe it'll just take time. Like, these sprints are very new. So, like, maybe, it, like, if there's still, you know, say F1 in 20 years, we've still got a similar type of sprint race going on. Maybe people will care more then? I don't know. Confusing for a casual? Yeah, I mean, this sport's confusing enough as it is, to be fair. Like a cup in football. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking, Aaron. Like, could you, could you, could you make something, could you make it feel like a separate kind of, cup competition in a way I don't know because you, you could argue maybe you should do that with a bit more with qualifying have like a qualifying championship and have that get some kind of merit I mean that could that could maybe be interesting I don't know I don't know I ain't got the answers I'm just a man on the internet talking and somehow having over a thousand people listen to me. Thank you very much for listening. Like the stream, by the way. Like the stream. And um, if you've got this far, I want you to type the number four because this is Minton's birthday hat, but it's actually five. Um, but this is from last year. So when I put it on him, I put it the wrong way around so that you couldn't see it. it's actually number four. Um, type number four in the comments. I know you're doing it in live chat, but do in the comments as well. Engagement. 
And if any of you type five, I swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind. I see you, Kale. You typed five. You're a monster. I can't believe you would do that. Disgusting. Um, what can I say? Oscar Piastri, the boy's the real deal. He's a rookie. He's delivering. He's showing that it is not too much to expect a rookie to come in and at least by midway through their first season, somewhat hit the ground running. Now you can argue, oh, maybe Oscar Piastri is generational. Perhaps he is. I'm sure there's a lot of generational. Kimi Antonelli, you know, he's looking pretty generational. Wally Behrman, he's looking pretty generational from what we've seen. Um, listen, this kid, let this kid cook. Let this kid cook. And Alpine, hang your heads. Laurel Rossi, you let this man go. You let this man go. Hang your head in shame. Lauren Rossi. Oh, wow. What's an L? That L in Alpine grows bigger by the day. And you know what? I tweet, Actually, I tweeted this earlier, right? Shout out my little Twitter. I'll never call it X. Um, shout, shout me out briefly. Here we go. And uh, what we got here? A little prom promo for this. A little bit of uh, content there. A little bit of Oscar Piastri here. Let's have a look at this one. 431 days later, after this famous tweet. 431 days since he tweeted this. 431. And now he's won a race. A sprint race. But it's still a race, technically. In the eyes of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not a religious man. I'll be honest. What did he do again? There you go. Right. It's been... I've somehow managed to go live for over an hour. Oh, and I've got like... I feel like I've got like cramp in my side because of my food. I've been standing this whole time because I, I, I like to get my, get my steps in. I'm, 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 I'm too chunky. Chunky but funky is, is my issue right now. I need to lose a bit of this. If you watch me back in 2019, this was a slimmer face, right? And the hairline was stronger. I didn't have this monstrosity here, but we're all getting older. We're all one day closer to death. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to wind this one up. Thank you for joining me, everyone. Charmander, Lowell, Rex, DeRode, Sweet Mojo, Max, Alvaro, Keith, Farad, Minifoss, Max, Moon One, D-Sub... Purple Moon, uh, is Jet the special one? Do you think we need to change the F2 winner not being able to compete again? No. No, I don't. Get him in Super Formula or IndyCar or DTM or something. I don't have a problem with that rule, personally. Dimmy, Jerome, Alpine, Cal, Thomas, Pablo, Michael, Carlos, Jeremy, Adam, Tim, Yard, Animal, Mr. Aldo, Daniel, Mikey, Sam, Ryan, Caitlin, Doomed, quite smoke smooth operator it's been a pleasure as always thank you for joining me again don't forget to like the stream check this out on audio only listen with your ears if you don't want to watch me and my big sweaty forehead and i'll see you on monday for the post race stream hopefully it's a banger tomorrow fingers crossed and last lap tomorrow last lap live live in person on the last lap youtube channel also linked in the description down below so i'll see you on both of those streams. Three streams in three days. Bye.